0: Hey everybody, it's Tanner, and I'm here to tell you that you are about to listen to a bathroom break on the main feed of Foes and Fables. So every other week, our Patreon members get to enjoy bathroom breaks, which are our talkback series, where we can go a little more in-depth and intimate with the episodes that come out on the main feed, and now this one is yours. We figured that with a shorter episode this week, it would be a nice little addition to tease some of our Patreon content a bit. So, enjoy This bathroom break, and if you want to get more of Foes and Fables content such as this, you can join our Patreon at the link in the description. Not only for bi weekly bathroom breaks, but also for episodes of our solo player campaign, the playtest, along with Foes and Fables homebrew content, early access episodes, and lots more. So join the Patreon and enjoy this little teaser of what you can expect to find when you become a patron. Thanks, everyone.
1: Welcome oh to the bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone. We're talking about the first two episodes of the Halloween
0: campaign. Yes. Hi. A a war of tricks and treats. That's the one. Yep. (laughs) I'm awake. The longest campaign title uh, thus far. Uh, Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the bathroom break. Uh, Let's just open it up first. Kind of initial reactions to the world and how we're feeling uh, jumping into this new like, honestly, probably our closest to high fantasy campaign Mm -hmm. that we've Done thus far. It's scary. I'm in my element.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's really fun. Um, I remember uh, David Beeman saying, We we recorded this a while ago, or at least a week ago now, but um, I remember him saying that this uh, little world is pretty vivid. And I think that um, a lot of it comes from just your world building, Tanner, but also. Um, I really, really liked having such an expansive intro because mm. this this is like a mini campaign. So like, yeah, we we're going to get like spoon fed a lot of information on the front end. But I think just having like like a timeline that is so tangible uh, beforehand really helps in immersing ourselves in such a short campaign. And I'm enjoying that so far.
2: Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm looking back on all our other campaigns, they have been set on earth or a version of earth. And so like giving us, like, it it felt like it had to be more immersive and you took that and fucking ran with it. Like the, I can picture every part of it and the way you've described it is super good. And like Nathan said, I loved that we got to do like a longer kind of intro into the world, a deep dive into the history. um, And then to like have us all introduce our characters and how everything worked. And then David Beeman was a bicycle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Beeman and I uh, had that point. in the chamber for a good while. Um, and uh, he knew, he knew like from the jump uh, that he wanted to do that and like messaged me separately. Not actually everything.
3: true. Oh, really? Do you remember how it actually went down? No. What happened? I wrote a character that I, I, I actually truthfully don't remember very much about the original character, but I, I wrote this character that I was really, really, really proud of. Um, was like super, super stoked on it. And, um, basically I like sent it to you and I think like it had something to do with like the court gesture, some sort of thing like that. And I And I I also think it had an element of like the headless horseman thing, which I Mm -hmm. didn't realize you were going to use for like other things in Mm -hmm. the story but I sent this character to you and I was really, really proud of it. And you immediately shot it down. <laughs> <And> <laughs> to to be fair, like, yeah.
0: No, for to, like several to, reasons. To, to be fair, One I the didn't things, shoot it down. I was just like, these things are taken, but we can work with, I can always, no, I just, we can no, I, just I
3: got, I got so like the fact that that happened then, as well as I think a few other times, most notably my evergreen character, it happened in evergreen um, too, with yeah. me and Sturge. Mm-hmm. I got so upset. I was like, okay, screw this like almost like out of like a really comical level of spite <laughs> i was like i'm gonna write something so outrageous so unique and weird and creative that there's no way anyone else has thought of it like i know <laughs> i'm safe and i'm sitting there at the village pub in east nashville uh i'm a pike shout out the village pub um you just dox them dude <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: every time we've shouted out a local re- Nashville restaurant, it's shut down, That's so you fair. better redact That's that fair. right now. That's
0: super fair. That is really unfortunately fair. That's anyway. happened twice now, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Burger joint and King's. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I had a nickel.
3: Sorry, and go X ahead. In. Go
0: ahead, Beam. It's back,
3: though. Anyway... Okay i'm sitting there at the village pub r.i.p uh we miss you um <laughs> and I, i'm sitting there and i'm thinking to myself i'm gonna be a bicycle <laughs> as one does Deep i roll lot. up to him even <laughs> That was I such a good bit.
0: Him. That's so funny. <laughs> I, mean, it I was actually,
3: like, I, I met somebody, um, like, for, for dinner and drinks that night, a, f- a friend of mine, and I'm sitting there, and they were asking me about this, this D&D character, and I kind of was just like, yeah, I don't know, I'm going to play a bicycle, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll do this, and I started rambling, mm-hmm. and as I was talking, everything was kind of making sense, <laughs> yep. and I
0: actually am sitting there with them, I'm like, hang on, let me just write all this down real quick. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll be honest, the first time you sent it to me, I got nervous, because I, I didn't see the vision, but then I understood understood um we kind of whittled down kind of the inspiration to um of more going like less for the medieval side of of uh you know inspiration that I think everybody else um leaned on you went more for kind of a horror movie aspect of halloween side for inspiration um and as soon as i that clicked with me i was like i get it and I love Sammy. I love Training Wheel. They are perfect for the world, honestly. It is it is so wonderful.
1: Uh, the first thing I actually thought of when you introduced uh, your character, David, was that um, it highly resembles the end to the movie Rubber. Sorry, spoilers.
3: Rubber! <laughs> <Yes>! uh, um,
1: <laughs> when the tire, like... Uh, soul trades with a tricycle, and then what?
3: yeah. At the end never, of you you not not seen seen I've never, seen, never ever, seen the end of this no, movie. Oh wow, yeah. We, sorry, we watched it's this. It's been a while. Honestly, you still need to watch it. We watched this <laughs> at my house when we were like twelve years old. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie for sure. For some reason, one of the a, movies of all time. Well, it was a really expensive rent for some reason. Like <laughs> most movies on on demand were like three ninety nine. That movie was fifteen dollars to rent. Worth it. Worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, like, I, I didn't pay for it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I
1: thought of. Um, sorry if I spoiled your favorite movie, Rubber. Sorry, <laughs> if it's patrons. If your favorite movie, you've seen it. Yeah. Well, that's not inherently <laughs> true. There um, <laughs> are people out there that have a lot of, like... <laughs> A lot of things to say about a movie
2: that they've are, never seen. That- yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, I loved how much I can't speak to everyone else's, but how much I felt like I was able to in the creation of my character Make new things and you adapt them into the world. Like when I made my character, I came up with, like, all right, I want to be this uh, set of animated armor because that's always fun. I've always wanted to play that. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't want to be the only one. So I, I created the four others and I'm like, here, Tanner, have some bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm scared because we might have to fight them and we might not, though. And that's also the scary thing is I don't know. Um, um. But it was cool to be able to, like, kind of home like create my backstory and typically i feel just like all right i'll give tanner my backstory he'll kind of let me know how it fits into the world but this was a, a case where i felt i could write my backstory and influence his world which was super
0: awesome and that's a thing that everybody did really really well um and um honestly is part of what makes the world feel so vivid I think is the tangibility of the things that you guys brought to the world Um, getting really well and everybody brought me things that like so perfectly fit in uh, to the vibe and the tone and everything and this is a mini campaign where your guys' backstories are more important than like you know Archeo. it's more about the team and everything Um, not diving too deep into people's backstories but more informing the characters this one is more like okay no your guys' backstory your allegiances and reasons that you are aligning yourself with Feralia (laughs) that matters here Mm -hmm. Um, and it's important to know why each of you are here and it's important to know what each of you are hoping to accomplish here and the fact that you know we're doing a mini campaign of something that could have been a full blown you know Mm D&D campaign from start to finish um, but we're coming in at the 11th hour uh, is you know it begs that lore it begs that depth of Mm -hmm the world and everything and your guys' experiences. So it's a really interesting, I am, I am proud of and happy of the fact that it feels very alive and feels very much like we really did, you know, like almost jump into the end of a campaign um, and feels that, you know, a vivid and alive and everything. Um, But I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Uh, uh, Let's talk about the first episode in particular kind of after jumping into the lore of the world and how everything got set up and all that let's talk about the false hydra uh, so cool for those of you who do not know uh, listeners and those at the table uh, the false hydra is a like famous D&D monster that it was created on the internet um, and got popular like through the internet Um, it's not like an official monster or anything but there are some like official Stat blocks online that most people look to and use. Um, uh, if everyone wants to Google what this thing looks like, real quick, just to give you an image of the thing that you fought, uh, I, I tried my best to describe it, but definitely it's something where looking at it certainly gives you. Uh, um, can I be honest? For sure.
3: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's uh, spooky. Yep. (laughs) Wow. It
1: reminds me of... uh, That's very spooky. The monster in the Shadow Temple in Ocarina of Time. There's like a monster. It's like it's like it has the same vibe except the thing in Ocarina of Time. It, ha- it has like multiple arms
3: that shoot out of the ground and mm. this one has like multiple faces. Yeah. Um, some of these pictures yeah. have the faces very like skeletal almost kind of humanoid and that makes yeah. it so much scarier. Yes, they it's are. Creepy. It is
0: it is yeah. a slight it has slightly humanoid expression and everything um, and I don't like it. typically like in a home campaign the false Hydra would be something that would span over the course like it would be a whole arc Um, Is how most people do it in, you know, home campaigns and everything. So I had to kind of condense like all the clues and everything that you guys were getting into a small, um, you know, set of Mm -hmm. circumstances. Um, But being the being the fact that you guys also like you guys, I said this to you last week, I think off mic, but you guys did a really good job of getting like every piece of information that you could out of the village. Mm -hmm. Um, Like there, you really left no stone unturned. I'll be honest. Um, And so uh, knowing for, as a writer standpoint, that I had a creature that was from an asteroid that was not from, this world um the false hydra felt like i i remember hearing about it as i was writing um i knew about it before but i remember like seeing something that reminded me about the false hydra as i was writing for this and i was like oh that might be like the perfect intro to this campaign (laughs) here of like setting up something you know that's scary and unknown and you know leading them through this village of you know a forgotten place in this war um so I'm glad it turned out really well. Uh, you guys needed a little a little budge with the ears thing at the end. But honestly, other than that, yeah, right. um, other than that, again, you left no stone unturned. Um, and I'm glad that we got to kind of explore that. Do we have any thoughts on any of the information that we gathered in the village? Um, uh, but there was a lot of little things throughout the village that you guys gathered of those things where you left no stone unturned. Right. If any thoughts spring forward from those.
3: The asteroid from another earth, from another planet. That was something I was going to bring up too, because um, I, I wasn't sure if this was on or off Mike, but I think Sturge, you were the one who mentioned something about like, um, something about the next like arc of Frozen Fables being yeah Tanner calls I've, it. I've
0: been referring to it as the astral arc.
3: That's the one. Yeah, like so, so yeah that and how that works with happenings and then and everything else mm. is going to get weird. I can only imagine.
2: Yeah. And the fact that it was like, all right, there's two sources of magic. One is pretty powerful. The other one immensely more powerful. Um, and just like all the people in the village that we interacted with. Um, and my, like one kind of like hiccup or one thing that I wish I could have done differently, um, was that there's no chance in hell. My character would have known that, the vampire like see having the mirror was weird. I felt like that was a more just like Zach thing that no, I know that was but...
0: in world lore thing. No,
2: like, I know, I, but I'm just saying my character is dumb.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that gets to a thing where I think that, <laughs> you know, overall we are still playing a game and in terms of puzzle like things, That's I think fair. the game has to take precedent Um, because, you know, as a player, if you know the answer, it is unfair, I think, to your not only to yourself but also the other players at the table to withhold that if you feel like your character is too dumb to know. Because mm. it can always also be flavored, you know, that's fair uh, as as a uh, uh, an imbecile wandering into yeah. the right answer, even <laughs> um, or just something that you know. Like I don't know, I feel like yeah. puzzles and stuff like that has to lean more on the player rather mm-hmm. than on the character.
2: I think it's I think it's like also that. hard because like. Kirtland was a character that was smarter than Zach and Stan never really had to do anything of that. Mm -hmm. And Liam was just kind of there. Um, so this is the first one where like, we've also had like kind of like a proper puzzle in this sense. Um, and so I think what you said about like, you know, the kind of the game coming
0: first makes sense. And I like
2: that as a reframe. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I, at least that's the way that I run stuff like that and try to, encourage my players to approach things like that you know the more puzzly parts of it the it was thing, a super the, cool aspect of the puzzle too like having her have that being like it if you don't
2: know or if couldn't figure that out that'd be super innocuous of like this lady's just holding a mirror
0: and I think that also was a really good way um, to make the world specifically of Sawin make Sawin feel more alive because what I was looking at from uh, false hydra stuff had a lot of you know oh maybe a character will be holding like a little hand mirror and everything and i'm gonna and i took it further and i was like i'm gonna make it a vampire lady with the Mm -hmm. hand mirror because that can stick out more if they decide to assume that this is like stereotype vampire rules that why would this lady have a hand mirror there has to be something else going on so again you guys picked up on like everything um just because there was a lot um so we found a house
3: with two names mm-hmm. um Sophie and Eloise yes right? you did Sophie was the wolf uh folk uh doesn't know Eloise who, um who is so, Eloise so
0: from you would understand this now that you have it's solved me, everything Eloise, Eloise no was way <laughs> <laughs> Eloise was Sophie's wife who was eaten by the false hydra and when someone gets eaten by the false hydra they forget about them that's why you guys forgot about the vampire vampire lady and technically the big change to false hydra lore that I did was that when the false hydra died everybody regained their memories Mm. in like typical false Mm. hydra lore it's nothing has changed some people some people run it in a way that kind of retcons their party's lore and they like find evidence that they had like in your guys's case a fifth party member. Oh shit! And no one remembers them. So does this
3: tie into the whole like us not remembering House Praxis? Does that have to do with the False Hydra eating somebody? Um, weren't
0: oh. sure. Oh. Um, you, That's you a would good question. You would. Um, at this point, I'll tell you that like the False Hydra you killed, mm-hmm. and no memories about mm. House Praxis or Lady Adine Praxis.
2: There's a falser <laughs> I, Hydra. Uh, an even wait, an even more false Hydra, a true
3: Hydra because a double oh, negative, yeah. right? That so would like, just be a false thing is false. Then it's true. A false false
1: Hydra
0: is what you're saying, which would be a true Hydra, which would be a true Hydra facts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to comment on that. Um, <laughs> I, I, because it's I'm like right, on I, a true I,
2: false test when the teacher makes all
0: the answers false.
2: And <laughs> then you start to
3: second guess
0: yourself. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that uh, I don't know if there's any further conversation about the House Praxis memory that you guys aren't sure of. <laughs> I know it's not a lot of information. I mean, yeah, on. that's yeah. well.
3: So like the king, um, King uh, Feralia, 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 Feralia. Yeah. like he doesn't, he doesn't remember anything about a House Praxis. No. But like if anybody would know, like he would, right? Mm-hmm, Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Spooky. I love that he's
1: just been chilling. Also, in in my like this whole time
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: inside, he's my like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This feels like a side quest, but also I don't think Tanner writes side quests. I think this is gonna <laughs> matter. <laughs> um, I do love King Feralia just as a character. Yeah. Um, I was very excited to just have this head just around <laughs> with you guys in my basket. Uh, yes, <laughs> I love
2: that you were immediately like put him in the basket because I was like, I don't want to be disrespectful and put him in my helmet, but there's nothing in there, so if he needed to be extra protected... I thought good. that
0: you guys were going to go more the route him of, on my belt. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to go more the like route Like God of War. Yeah, God of War. <laughs> um, I, on the I belt. definitely would have. Um, He's the
2: king. He deserves more respect than my
0: belt. Would have uh, put his face right into my Okay, Jeez. Will you
3: remind me again the tablets <laughs> that we found?
0: Because yeah, that's something I was going to Do you want me to go through all yeah, of them the again? The fucking 10th yes. level spells? Mm-hmm. So, um, these are not things that I came up with. I found... Them on like a fandom page for some thing that I wasn't sure what they are. Sorry, I don't remember off the top of my head. There's more on that page. There's more Dang. 10th level spells. Those are just the ones that I felt.
2: Can Kirtland retained. cast 10th level spells as no, the
0: Archmage? Fuck no, fuck no, you can't. What? Um, nope. I will Can answer. Can I cast a 10th level nope, spell as David? No. <laughs> um, what? Uh, these are the spells. You don't make the rules. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> Victory. Uh, no, that's not it. That's the title of a uh, thing that happened. Happened, um when you beat the false hydra. Hang on. Victory. Victory. Victory, a- <laughs> yeah.
3: victory scream. My, my, my favorite <laughs> spell
0: is okay. victory.
3: Um, the first <laughs> one was win. clone
0: army. D. <laughs> Alright, so the first one is Star Wars. The first one is clone army. Um, it's where you create a hundred identical replicas of yourself. Star Wars. Like a little army of yourself um i'm trying to remember that quote create twin wars <laughs> which one <laughs>
3: the one is like and like a uh, hundred more on the or like a, a su- <sighs> i know what you're yeah, talking about, I'm talking about, about
0: like, on camino or yeah, on camino yeah yeah the band coming and they're t- and they're, they're talking about the clones where it's like 100,000 yeah. more 100,000 more units, 100, on, the more units on the way 100,000 like 100,
3: strong 100,000 yeah. more on the way or mm-hmm. something yeah something like that yeah um let's keep diving into this let's, <laughs> let's, let's really not look track. it up and let's just keep throwing guesses back and
0: forth um uh, the Welcome next to one to our patreon <laughs> <laughs> the next one is create life uh, that's just having sex which is no <laughs> it uh, First you fault. can rebirth <laughs> a creature that this has is died. D&D.
3: That's an 11th level spell. Um,
0: <laughs> you can kind of rebirth someone, but it's kind of like an expanded, um, uh, true, uh, resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then unbounded Genesis, which is you create a creature. Um, that's, uh, then <laughs> the Falser Hydra. <laughs> uh, the next one, the next one is create universe where that's you, fucking nuts. Yeah, you, I don't,
3: I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around. You that. You so in create, create
0: universe, would you not also
2: would that not create any life? That would just create the it's, the setting? Wait a for, minute. I'll are explain, you creating
3: the sandwich or the deli? You're creating the sandwich. You're creating a new sandwich. A new sandwich. Um, Have it your and way. Then,
0: <laughs> and then you would use create That's life burger King. to fill King. it. Were you, you going yeah. for Subway? Um, so they kind of burger. like... Yeah. Burger. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, you can kind of see... Is a hamburger a sandwich? Absolutely! Yes. Yeah, yeah. I feel fuck? like we can't it's hang on. No, we cannot continue every now and then. To yeah, guys, the what, uh, we're to gonna leave. start a new no, show no. called no. the
2: Kitchen Counter, uh, where we we'll debate food topics. Now we just count how many kitchens we've seen.
0: <laughs> One, no, because it's really far away and it's, it's hard to get really to the others. So that's far. a deep cut reference. <laughs> yeah. wow. Nice reference, Tanner. Thank you. Your references wow. are out
3: of control. Everyone knows that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they are. Thanks for recognizing. <sighs> um, yeah, so create universe is probably the craziest one um, of of the spells. Uh, there's purity, which Rele- is the opposite of create life. Uh, uh, release a purity. wave of purifying power. <laughs> sending like purity rings. Okay, thank you. Thank S- you, Jonas Brothers. Uh, release a wave of purifying power. Oh, I power. forgot all about that. Thank you. Sending all <laughs> outsiders within one mile of you back to their native plane, universe, what have you. Sandwich. Uh, while you maintain concentration creatures that are banished in this way that have more than 15 hit die, yada, yada, lots of, lots of more rules uh, that don't matter. Uh, power word, destroy. It's like power word kill, but more. Um, uh, so power word that. killer, um, power word, kill killer for sure. Yeah. Power word, um, the killers. And that's, that's all of them. Da, 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 da. What are our, what are our thoughts on finding such a, such that's high not, level? I'm like, of I'm cage, trying I'm to, to
3: coming out of my cage. I'm true.
2: I <laughs> am coming out of my cage, but um, it's, it's like crazy. Cause it's like, we've been in this era where we're like all right we understand magic we understand all this stuff like kirtland is the arch mage of all the knowledge of magic and stuff and hearing that he wouldn't be able to do that because like it seems like this is related with like huge multiversal and like gods and titans and creation beings to be able to do that and it's like how do these tablets just exist here why are they here how did they get here who in this story would have the power to do so. Tomford true other than <laughs> the universe. weird power that could cast a ninth level counterspell with ease um, that we don't know what that is that could just be all around us.
0: <laughs> you weren't sure. Was that um, not the false Hydra? No, no, it wasn't. There no, was no
2: false else. Hydra can do that. That false Hydra was something else. No, there's this other that presence. Other yeah, that was that thing. like is even greater, which That's makes right. sense why it could do that um i'm fucking nuts and i love the tension that we had of the not pvp but just kind of like the david surges your character just was like i'm holding this one this that's one, why i brought I'm the tablets it.
3: up is because i wanted more insight into why adon wanted to keep one of those tablets that's so funny
0: we are at a point where we will probably get a sneak look sneaky little look into Adon's backstory which is the only one we didn't go super deep into Mm -hmm. uh, in the intro Um, but there's more to come with Adon for sure Um, definitely I I gave you all in your all in all of your write-ups that you all knew that Adon was a traitor to King Feralia
2: which made that first turn of combat so much funnier when we were just helping (laughs) which
3: That is definitely a theme that I feel like is going to continue and will continue to make me laugh.
0: It's (laughs) really going quite well for me over here.
3: We have to protect him at all
0: costs. (laughs) I love all the voices, by the way. They're fantastic. I hope I can can
3: uh, remember mine.
2: I went in and I was like, all right, do I want to kind of do like a a gruff British thing, but then Sturge did his and I was like, okay, I'm at least just going to grunt like Roy Kent. And from there, we'll just kind of figure it
3: out. Oh, uh, I think it's funny. Ha ha funny's voice, though. Mm-hmm. Ha I. You funny. were so condescending <laughs> no. with the whole filling my tires up. I have to thank you for that because that gave me the thought of like, I really didn't know how to respond to that. Like, I kind of panicked. But then I, it got me thinking like, no, like. I fill my tires up with the souls of slain enemies. That's <laughs> super, super bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I love D
2: and D because you can have an alley-oop like that where like you just do this. Nathan just kind of like tosses this up of like, Oh, this is be a funny comment. And then you're able to be like mid air thinking like this would be funny. And then slam dunk it. And so Here cool. I say,
3: haha funny Funny, indeed Uh,
2: that's your character Nathan I want to know how it feels to play haha funny (laughs) 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 oh yeah we
0: gotta talk about it I mean I would imagine
2: like the the rest of us just (laughs) built characters for this one this this mini arc and you've had haha funny in the chamber yeah uh some Nathan lore um
1: (laughs) I haha funny was probably like the third D&D character I ever made back in like 2020 um uh because i made uh tumbles first and Ooh. then i made Shout couches lol and then i made <laughs> haha funny so uh yeah i've been waiting to use this character for a really long time this was around the time where i was like realizing that i don't like playing as the normal dnd races so i always try and figure out a way i can like that i think that's like one of my more creative outlets is like what can i be in mm. D today mm-hmm. and i wanted to be a pumpkin so bad and <laughs> and i've been waiting to play this and it feels good i won't lie um it's kind of fun i've also never played a bard so that's also fun mm. um but yeah no it's great i'm having a good time i'm glad he could come alive three years after yeah, his great super cool fourth character popcorn chicken
0: Oh, I guess. Well, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess
1: popcorn chicken
0: exists. Don't, we, look, don't worry about we it we can't question any name yeah. that he gives for anything I like, know that the word couches is ruined we just us. we just have to accept yeah. that he's well I think I also crazy.
2: just want to talk about like the party composition is so fun because I think this is the first time in foes and fables that we have a duel yeah, yeah two of the same because Sturge is a paladin and I'm a multi class that is primarily paladin mm-hmm. and so like this is the first time we're having something that's the same but I love how differently we've taken it um, the multi-class definitely helps with. Yeah, that, the multi-class definitely also, helps. I'm multi-classed into sorcerer, yeah. so I've got some more magic. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, oath of vengeance. Yeah, and vengeance I am. Oh, what is it? Uh, something a lot nicer. <laughs> something a lot nicer. It is uh, oath of the crown, which I uh, felt worked um, at least name thematically yep. with uh, kind of this both idea. Very cool. It's definitely not
0: thematic. Both both very cool um, subclasses. And honestly, having two paladins, <laughs> I did not realize how busted that. Was um, until you guys started adding so much to all your saving throws and all that. Oh yeah, I was being stack. To... I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, why, yeah why wouldn't no, they? they would two stack. paladins. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's yeah. two
2: different ones of us. It doesn't say it doesn't like because it is just on top of the stuff mm-hmm. you yeah, already yeah, have. Yeah. So it stacks stack. and like yep. it's great because it affects saving throws, which is huge. We're beefy. We have a lot of health. We're beefy. We have a lot of armor class, and we can hit hard and
0: we can heal. Yeah, Paladins are a great class. Yeah, I love Paladins so much. Uh, yours is
2: still a plus four. Yeah, mine's a plus mine's four. Mine's a plus four now, too. So nice. We're up to plus, plus eight, eight on their saving throws. Which movie. is sick.
0: Yeah, super crazy. Goodbye, um, um, one, one thing that I'm really excited about, because um, I knew it was kind of a risk. I really felt like the False Hydra was a great intro to kind of the world and bringing you guys into a mystery, but I feel like you guys have gotten got thrown into a mystery and had to role play your characters figuring stuff out and now we are with the rest of our two episodes are going to be more focused on the task at hand yeah and i'm excited to get a little more deep dive into what your characters have actually been focused on and everything um you know rather than this side distraction thing that you're trying to weasel your way through while introducing your characters while learning about your characters at the same time so i'm excited for it to for the focus to to kind of funnel a little bit more
2: and I'm excited about it too, because I was telling Tanner beforehand, I built a really good character for what I wanted it to do. I did a really bad character for a Tanner as an arrow campaign because I have minus <laughs> one, two Arcana history, insight, investigation and perception, which are like the things Tanner uses the most, I, especially I, I in a big Lord droppy e- episode. Too, and so you know? I, I truly like I was rolling bad and have bad modifiers to that. And and so I am excited that maybe there's a little less of that to come, but you know, but that's hey, what I get. We all took proficiency in intimidation. <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> I do like that. That's becoming like a Tanner campaign thing. Um, uh, I do appreciate that very much.
2: Uh, I mean, it makes sense, you know, as we're trying to understand things and like learn about things, you're not just going to give us all of it. Yeah, that's fair. So,
0: well, uh great little convo, guys. I'm really happy uh, that we got to talk about this wonderful little campaign. I hope everybody's enjoying the Halloween season as we tell this story. Spooky. And we will be back with more A War of Tricks and Treats next week. Uh, Nathan, take us out like we always end these. A-boom, boom, <laughs> boom, chick, boom,
3: boom, chick, boom, boom, <laughs>
0: chick, <flush>. boom, <Bruh>, boom, <bruh>. chick, <laughs> boom,
2: Make sure you spray afterwards.